You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now about to witness the strength of fantasy knowledge. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you are now tuned in to the speeds and spitting statistician on Fantasy Freestyle. Up next on that cypher, the mic. On the microphone, you know that I'm one of the best yet. Dane Martinez. You know what it is. It's your boy Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speed, a.k.a. The Spitting Statistician. And you are listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. As always, I want to give a big shout-out to our sports byline affiliates around the country and to the service men and women out there. Getting a little taste of home on American Forces Radio Network. Listen to your boy Speeds helping you win your leagues and win that cash. I got my man Chris Bavona with me dropping a Bomb on it. Give me the so hot that we sweat steam here on a Wednesday live in New York City, Studio 34 here in Rockin' Riley's making it happen. Yo, we got a good show for you on Wednesday. We're going to react to the All-Star Game and in total, the All-Star Weekend festivities. Remember, I was a little bit down on the game itself. I'll let you know if anything I saw last night changed my opinion. We also have an interesting story that I think went underreported in baseball over the All-Star Game festivities. We'll get into that. Uh, you know, umpires calling foul. We'll get into that a little bit later on. We have been in the NFC North all week long previewing team by team. I'm giving you my NFL spotlight, who to play, who to fade and uh, if I like the over-under on certain teams. We are in the NFC North. Yesterday we did the Bears. Today we go to who most people think will win that division. I'm talking about Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. We're going to spotlight them. There is a lot of fantasy goodness in the Green Bay Packers and somebody that my man, the all-in kid Jake Seeley says, may be the rookie sleeper of of the entire league, so make sure you stay tuned for that, because that could be a nice little get for you in your fantasy league. And, honestly, we are completing the first round of the greatest of all time sports movies right here today. We're finishing up the basketball region. We got a one seed in action as Hoop Dreams takes on number 16 seed Eddie, and then my man Frankie Stanfield has been lobbying hard. Joanna Man is going up against the Basketball Diaries. We'll see what people say. If you want to get down at any point, you can. Holler at us at FNTSY Radio. You could always follow me, ask me questions at Spittin' Speeds on Twitter. We're going to have a great show. If you want to get at me by phone, you could do that too at 844-843-6879. When we come back, we're going to break down the All-Star game into a fine little powder. What we do with that powder, eh, I don't know if I could say on radio. Come on back, Fantasy Freestyle. Let's go. Quarterback to receiver hookups. Running back depth analysis. Rookie values in dynasty leagues, deep sleepers, training camp battles. These are just a few of the in-depth features you will find inside the 2017 RotoExperts.com Exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package. Plus, you get a full year of in-season coverage as a bonus. Get the Exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package now at RotoExperts.com. Enter free radio at checkout for your special discount. Give me some more. 
Give me some more. You know what it is, yo. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Uh, yo, we had the All-Star game yesterday. We got to chop it up about that. But here's the thing. I was talking about it, you know, leading up to the All-Star game, after the home run derby. You know if you listen to Fantasy Freestyle, I've been talking about the skills competition and how it was so great leading up to the Pro Bowl, how they did those other things. Why is it only just the home run derby? I said it, you know, Tony Sincata said it last hour that, you know, the All-Star game was no great shakes, okay? I feel the same way. I was not I was not eyes glued to the set on a Tuesday for the Midsummer Classic. And also, I told you going into the game, you know the old adage, great pitching beats great hitting. And I think, to be honest, that was on display last night in the All-Star game. We have a 2-1 final. In case you didn't know, the American League took out the National League 2-1. I saw the all-time records. It's basically evened up. Something like 44 and 44 now. No dominance. Nothing really riding on this game. I told you last night, if you want to catch it, watch the first five innings because after that, you got guys in there like Josh Harrison, you know, and other players that are fine, but they're not all-stars that are must-see TV. What I did like seeing, I guess, I guess, was... You know, your starters, Scherzer and Sale. These guys came out and delivered in terms of being strikeout pitchers. I mean, think about um, Carlos Martinez for the Cardinals, four strikeouts in two innings. I like seeing Batantis mowing people down, although you also saw a glimpse of him being very, very wild, a sign that the New York Yankees do not want to see in the second half. And here's the other thing. Remember, all season long, I have been talking about the change in baseball and how people are really trending towards becoming true three true outcome batters. Everybody. Everybody is not caring about striking out. They're going for broke, changing their launch angle, and the three true outcomes of home run, walk, and strikeout were also on full display in the all-star game like I said a ton of strikeouts okay the American League struck out 14 times against the NL all-star pitchers the um, National League struck out nine times in this game and two of the three runs that were scored were scored via the solo home run Yadier Molina for the National League and Robinson Cano don't you know for the American League Robinson can yo in extra innings off Wade Davis he eventually became the most valuable player of the All-Star game as the American League did in fact win two to nothing I mean there was nothing that big, nothing that I really want. I do want to say my man Miguel Sano, who is someone that I have been on, and I picked him in the home run derby. Miguel Sano also had a nice little game. He had a bloop single, got the other RBI, but the pitching did dominate as the American League won 2-1. to one. Some other things that happened, though, I think they tried to you know heed my message and make it a more entertaining affair if they're not going to have the skills competition, like I've been saying. A couple things I did like. I like that uh, Nelson Cruz took a selfie before his at-bat. I thought that was cool, a little bit of a taste of something different you could do. It is an exhibition. And I got to give it to Fox. I like what they did you know you've seen during Fox games you know on prime time or over the weekends how they'll do the in-game interviews usually it's with the manager in the dugout they took that a step further and interviewed players out there in the outfield live in game I saw George Springer get interviewed I saw Bryce Harper get interviewed that was really cool Bryce Harper flipping it around asking Joe Buck about the Dallas Cowboys and Dak Prescott how they were going to do it I thought it was all right you know hey but we now move forward 
into the second half of the season. And when games kick up, again, starting on Friday, you know what I'll be doing. I will be continuing to give you what you need to win your leagues and win that cash. We'll give you DFS starters. You know, we'll get into it. I'll give you diamonds and fugazis, all that good stuff. But check it out. The Roto Experts, that's where you also should go in the second half of the season to build your fantasy team and make sure it is ready for prime time because the RotoExperts.com exclusive edge in-season fantasy baseball package, it is your ultimate bench coach for the 2017 season. You can stay ahead of the pack with in-depth statistical breakdowns, trend analysis, and player insights. You can be a waiver wizard. You could scan the numbers like a Roto scientist. You know, we're trying to diversify your employment, build your resume, man. You'd be a Roto scientist, okay? And... Listen, you also get the new injury advisor powered by InsideInjuries.com. Get the RotoExperts.com exclusive edge in-season fantasy baseball package now. You'll start soaring to the top of the standings. If you enter promo code FREERADIO, you get a special discount, too. That'll help you take it to the chip. Especially, listen, a bunch of people are switching over to fantasy football now. I'm starting to think about that. If you're in contention, get that RotoExperts.com support, and you'll get into playoff positioning because that cash is just the same as anything else. One of the stories I wanted to tell you about real quick, though, I didn't hear many people talking about this in baseball over the All-Star Game weekend. Um, longtime umpire, Angel Hernandez, um, has said that he thinks he is actually being discriminated against by the league office. Okay, umpires get raided all the time, okay? And the best and the best umpires wind up being able to work like, you know, the ALCS, the NLCS, and then ultimately the World Series. Okay, Angel Hernandez has been a major league umpire for 15 years, and he has only worked the World Series twice. Now, you might say that maybe he's just not a great umpire. But if that's the case, how's he going to hang around for 15 years? You know what I'm saying? Um, he also, Angel Hernandez himself, specifically says there has been a drop in his rating, in his evaluation, his performance rating, ever since Joe Torre took over as vice president of operations for Major League Baseball. I think that's very, very interesting. He is literally blaming Joe Torre for the drop in his ratings and saying that there may be something behind it, whether it be from when Joe Torre was a manager or whatever, but he says he is being discriminated against. I think it's real interesting. And to be quite honest, there's no reason why this should be subjective. We now have, like, you know, the pitch tracker and the stat cast. We should be at replay. We should be able to identify who the umpires are that get the most calls right or that blow the least amount of calls. Those are the guys who should, in fact, work the playoffs and the World Series. I'll tell you what, though. The Major League Baseball players, they agree with Angel Hernandez not being a part of the postseason. A recent poll actually had Angel Hernandez rated as the third worst umpire in all of Major League Baseball behind only Joe West and C.B. Buckner. So, you know, maybe this is Angel Hernandez just blowing, you know, smoke and chirping, but he does feel that there's something a little sketchy going on. So I did think that that was kind of interesting. I wanted to bring it to you. Tomorrow, okay, you heard Tony Sincata, if you're listening here on our Sports Byline affiliates or on the American Forces Radio Network, I'm going to be in for Tony Sincata tomorrow on the DFS lineup lock show. And I am really excited to do it. I mean, it's there's no baseball tomorrow, right? So we're not going to be breaking down every game, giving you what you need. But we will have the return of my man, the 1099G, Benny Ricciardi. Benny has been down in Miami 
by now you probably know because I've been talking about it. He won a DraftKings contest, okay, and that the prize was he got to go down to the Home Run Derby, to the Celebrities game, the Futures game, and to the All-Star game. They gave him tickets. They gave him, you know, the flight, the hotel, all that good stuff, and he had tickets for two, and he was able to take his son um, down there. He posted some pictures about it, so we're going to be able to ask him all about the experience and um, the fact that he was able to be there for the home run derby as a Yankee fan with his son after the display that Aaron Judge put on. I'm very excited to hear what Benny Ricciardi has to say about that. So catch that on the DFS lineup lock show tomorrow. And then, you know, we're going to do it as usual here on the Fantasy Freestyle. But the other thing you could do, download that Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Okay, because this way you can get the DFS lineup lock show. You can get uh, Best Friends Forever. You can get you know my show fantasy freestyle you can get on target fantasy which won the fswa award last year for best radio show that's my man benny ricciardi that's joe pisapia and the all-in kid jake seeley giving you that so if you get that fantasy sports radio network app you can get everybody on this network and it is all free but when we come back we are going to switch gears to football okay like you know we've been doing the nfc north all week long we go to green bay up to wisconsin to the only publicly owned team in the nfl maybe in all of professional sports that is the green bay packers i'm going to give you some more for sure there is a lot more fantasy goodness on the green bay packers a lot of stuff to cover we're going to get into that and if you think they got a chance to get to the super bowl with mvp candidate aaron Rodgers, come on back fantasy freestyle with your boy dane martinez speeds the spitting statistician oh Are you looking for the most complete college football coverage on Saturday morning? Then tune in to College Football Today with Joe Lisi and Rich Sermonello on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We break down every FBS conference, give you expert in-depth game analysis, and provide you with game predictions to get you set for kickoff. Your Saturday will be rocking as we talk with your favorite players from every school. Tune in every Saturday morning and start your tailgate off with us. We have you covered. Don't this make a want to jump, jump? Don't this make a want to jump, jump? Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle. Yo, Chris Bavona on the ones and twos, dropping a bomb on it like he funk master flex. Keeping it so hot that we sweat steam here on a Wednesday. Let me tell you something. I was sweating a bunch here in New York City. It is muggy. It is July, heart of the summer. Boys of Summer just had their midsummer classic last night, the All-Star Game, which means a couple of things, which means that baseball is starting to get into the stretch run. We're going to be talking trading deadline action over the course of the next couple of weeks. It means that NBA free agency is going on. Those are some things we're going to talk about. Word on the street is that the Houston Rockets and the New York Knicks are discussing a deal that would send Carmelo Anthony all the way down to Houston. But it sounds like it could wind up being like a three-team deal or a four-team deal even. You know, you need the partners to make the money work out in the NBA. What it also means is that people are starting to get ready and get excited for football and thus fantasy football. So let me give you a couple of news and notes real quick. Um... 
the one thing I want to tell you, because it is a slow time, I got a deep, deep sleeper from you. Remember I was talking about the greatest shape of his life stories where everyone is going to get hyped up? Well, the San Francisco 49ers are starting to hype up a late-round draft pick that they had at the tight end position. This guy, George Kittle, okay, um... They're saying he was looking incredible in OTAs, that he can kind of get open, that he could stretch the field. This guy had a 15-yard uh, yards per catch in college at Iowa. I think this could be a deep sleeper. I think this could be a dynasty stash kind of guy at the tight end position. Remember, the San Francisco offense is going to be young for a while. They have Hoyer there now. They may have a new quarterback next year. And the tight end is always a good friend of a new developing offense, even under Kyle Shanahan. But like I said, where I want to go today is talk about the Green Bay Packers. Many people believe that the Green Bay Packers are going to wind up winning the NFC North. They're over under this year for the Packers in Vegas is 10 and a half. That is one of the highest numbers on the board. Okay. There are not many teams in the NFL that have a win total projection of 10 and a half or better. Okay. The, the Packers are actually tied for the highest win total in Vegas in the NFC, tied at 10 and a half with the Seahawks and second behind only the New England Patriots. So Vegas definitely likes the Packers. I got to tell you, I like the Packers as well. The first thing we do here is we go position by position. So let's not get it twisted. At the quarterback position, yeah, you don't need to be a subscriber to the Fantasy Freestyle or a listener to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network to know that the Green Bay Packers quarterback, eh, he's pretty good. He goes by the name of Aaron Rodgers. I'm going to tell you right now, I think Aaron Rodgers is going to be the MVP of the league. I think he's going to win an MVP award. It would not be his first. I think Aaron Rodgers, as long as he stays healthy and is the, you know, plays 16 games, I will show you a candidate and maybe the best candidate, in my opinion, for the MVP of the league. This guy had over 4,400 yards passing last year, 40 touchdowns and only seven interceptions. And then he threw, he threw 369 rushing yards and four rushing touchdowns on you. He is a mobile quarterback, does it, but keeps his eyes down the field and really kills defenses with those plays out of the pocket. I don't have to tell you. However, he's not going to be on any of my fantasy football teams this year, okay? He is going in like the late second, early third round as like one of the first quarterbacks off the board. He should be one of the first quarterbacks off the board, but I'm going to tell you right now in fantasy football, I will not be drafting quarterback. I will not be filling that slot on my roster in the first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, probably even the seventh round. I think there's better comparable, maybe not to Aaron Rodgers, but guys who can put up numbers for you that you can get way later in the draft okay for example you know at quarterback you can get a guy like Philip Rivers you can get a guy like Cam Newton Matthew Stafford Marcus Mariota you know Kirk Cousins you can get those guys much later on and those are guys that will also be able to put up some touchdowns and put up over 4,000 yards but don't get me wrong I love Aaron Rodgers for the Green Bay Packers when we look at the running back situation however I think this is where it gets very interesting Interesting, okay? Let me tell you something right now. If you listen to Fantasy Freestyle and you play fantasy football, whether it be in a dynasty league or in a redraft league, please remember this name. Jamal Williams. Jamal Williams is a rookie out of BYU, okay, for the Green Bay Packers. And 
Fantasy football is all about opportunity. And there is an opportunity in Green Bay with who I just told you was a possible MVP of the league. The Packers have one of the most dynamic offenses in all of football. They let Eddie Lacy walk in free agency. They had a converted wide receiver. Granted, he played a little running back in college. A converted wide receiver playing running back for them, Ty Montgomery. Ty Montgomery is going to have to switch numbers this year if he actually wants to be in the running back room. Ty Montgomery was a little serviceable. He flashed a couple of times, but Ty Montgomery is not a week-to-week between the tackles running back, okay? There is opportunity in Green Bay, and rookie Jamal Williams is gonna pick it. You don't need to only listen to me. My man, Jake Seeley, the all-in kid, nationally acclaimed ranker, okay? He says that Jamal Williams will be the steal of the draft. I think this is going to wind up being a running back by committee, but by the second half of the year, Jamal Williams, remember the name, Jamal Williams. He will start off as their in-between-the-tackles goal linebacker, and I think as the season goes on and Ty Montgomery, who is not actually a real running back, experiences the attrition and the wear and tear that happens to running backs in the NFL, Remember the name, Jamal Williams. As we go to the wide receiver group, my man Mike Clay, who knows what he's talking about, okay, has the Green Bay Packers wideout group as the number one wideout group in all of football. Jordy Nelson obviously leads this group. He is my wide receiver six. Jordy Nelson just continues to go under the radar. People think about Jordy Nelson like he is not the incredible speedster, athlete, big play guy, and elite wide receiver one that he truly is. Last year, in his return from knee injuries, he had 97 catches, 1,257 yards, and 14 touchdowns. That's what happens when you're the number one receiver for Aaron Rodgers, and there's no reason to think he won't be able to repeat that yet another year removed from injuries. What if I told you that Jordy Nelson was actually the number two overall scorer from the wide receiver position last year in fantasy football ahead of guys like Mike Evans and Odell Beckham and Julio Jones, and there's no reason he can't do it again. You got Devontae Adams. He's my wide receiver number 25 my man the fantasy executive Corey Parsmasm is wide out 21 and then you got Randall Cobb as well they've been talking also about how Randall Cobb is going to get a little bit more action I love also in this Green Bay offense how everybody is different these wide receivers all play different roles Jordy Nelson like I said a speedster a big play guy you got Devontae Adams he's the prototypical kind of big receiver the X wide receiver if you will and then you got Randall Cobb in the slot I love all of these wide outs. The only issue to me is that there's a lot of mouth to feed in Green Bay. Okay, we talk about Jordy, we talk about Adams, we talk about Cobb, and honestly, touchdowns are fluky. Touchdowns are fluky unless you're Jordy Nelson. Jordy Nelson always seems to get the big play over the top um, touchdowns. But then the Green Bay Packers made an interesting acquisition in the offseason via free agency. And they they signed my man, the black unicorn, Martellus Bennett, to play tight end. And if you're Martellus Bennett, 
have you not had a charmed life? You started with Tony Romo, then you go to Eli Manning, then you go to Tom Brady, and now you go to Aaron Rodgers as your compute as your quarterback. I think it's sick. He's living a charmed life. He's releasing albums on SoundCloud, but I don't think Martellus Bennett is going to be able to top what he did last year. Last year, fifty-five catches, seven hundred one yards, and seven touchdowns. I think he will be a nice red zone target. I think he will be incorporated into the offense. And I think he will be a better real Green Bay Packer than fantasy player. Remember, tight end is a hard position to learn. You got to learn all the blocking schemes and you got to learn the scheme of the offense, you know, as a receiver. And I think, like I said, a lot of mouths to feed in Green Bay. Martellus Bennett, unlike when he was in New England and could be one of these big time options. He's not the number one or the number two or probably even the number three option in Green Bay. So while I like his talent and I like his fit for the Green Bay Packers, I don't know if that's where you want to go. I told you how much I love Jamal Williams. I got to give you my Fugazi, unfortunately, for the Green Bay Packers is Devontae Adams. Some people have him in the top 20. I think he's a great wide receiver. I think he's one of the best number two receivers in the game. But he had some really, really big games last year. Okay, And touchdowns are kind of fluky. He had 12 last year. I think the Black Unicorn eats a little bit into his red zone action. Also, Randall Cobb, they've been talking about it. He's a great weapon, but his stats and his production will be less. He will not be in the top 20 this year. I have him as wide receiver 25, like I said, he is not worth where you're going to have to go to get Devontae Adams. So for that reason and that reason alone, Devontae Adams is my Green Bay Packers Fugazi. He says it's a Fugazi. It's a Fugazi. It's a Fugazi if you think I'm going to admit wrong. No, no, what, what is Fugazi? Well, Fugazi means uh, phony. That's right. He's my Fugazi. I think he's going to still have a great year, but will not be worth the draft round that you have to go get him. As I look at the schedule for the Green Bay Packers, they've got some tough road games. Okay, they get lucky as the division champion in the NFC. They play all the other division champs. They get to host the Seattle Seahawks. They don't have to go to Seattle. They do, however, have to go to Atlanta. They have to go to Dallas. They also have tough road games at Pittsburgh, at Carolina. So, you know, that 10.5 win total, they could have some road losses. Okay, they are still clearly, though, the class of the NFC North. I do think the Green Bay Packers will win the division, and I do think you could safely take the over on the Green Bay Packers. If this division is as bad as I think it's going to be with the Chicago Bears competing for the first overall pick, eh, you know, I think the Green Bay Packers will be in the playoffs, will be in contention for... For a first round buy. When we come back, though, on the Fantasy Freestyle, we're going to see what you guys say on the poll. We'll also get what Chris Bavona, the animal, thinks about the Green Bay Packers. All that and more here on the Fantasy Freestyle. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, Speeds the Spitting Statistician. Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go.
Hit you with no delaying, so what you saying, yo? Staring at your wife's grilly, what the dealer, yo? You know what it is. It's your boy, Dane Martinez. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I want to give a big shout-out to our Sports Byline affiliates. We just got finished previewing the Green Bay Packers, so I want to give a shout-out to our affiliates out there in Wisconsin. Madison, Wisconsin, 1670 WTDY. Out there in Milwaukee, we got 1250 AM WSSP. And out there in uh, Amory, Wisconsin... WXCE 1320 AM. Thank you to everybody out there listening on the Sports Byline affiliates and, of course, to the servicemen and women out there around the world who may be repping the Green Bay Packers. Listen, the Green Bay Packers are a public team, okay? They're actually publicly owned. A lot of people, you know, uh, have shares of them. My boy Glorious Joe out there on Twitter also has a share of the Green Bay Packers. It is literally framed in his apartment. And right now, you know, we got the poll questions up. Right now, about what you guys think about the Green Bay Packers. Right now, 49% of you say that you think the Green Bay Packers are a Super Bowl contender. This is the first time we have not, in our team-by-team spotlights, we have not had a team yet where the the leading vote-getter was a Super Bowl contender. We've had other playoff contenders when we profile teams like the Oakland Raiders, when we profile the Seattle Seahawks. But 49% of you actually believe that the Green Bay Packers are a Super Bowl contender. I do not disagree because I think Aaron Rodgers can lead you to the promised land. I do think that the Packers are primed potentially for a bye in the NFC playoffs. I think the NFC South is going to be a very tough division where teams like the Panthers and the Falcons and the up-and-coming Bucks and even the Saints beat each other up. I do think that... uh In the NFC West, the Seahawks will be able to run away with that division. I think the Packers will be in a similar situation, okay? But I think that the South will beat each other up. And in the NFC East, I'm going to have what many people probably will think is a surprise pick to win the NFC East. I am high on a team in the NFC East that I think can win that division. But I do think the Packers are, in fact, Super Bowl contenders. My man, Chris Bavona, the manimal, with me here on a Wednesday. Hey, Chris, what I want to know is, you know, I want to hear from you. Uh, The Green Bay Packers, what do you think about Jamal Williams as an up-and-comer? What do you think about my Fugazi call of Devontae Adams as a guy to forget about? What do you think about the Green Bay Packers coming up this season? I'm going to agree with you. One, Aaron Rodgers is absolutely going to be the MVP of the year. Nice. Absolutely going to be the MVP. You can get him at 5-1, to by the way, to win the MVP. He is the third choice behind Tom Brady. He's the third choice behind Tom Brady, and he's at the same level right now as Russell Wilson and Derek Carr. Yeah, you can give me uh, you can you can give me Aaron Rodgers out of those guys. Sounds no like problem. sounds like a valid bet to win a little cash. I will absolutely look for Jamal Williams as maybe I get into the the maybe like the the. T- 11th round? Yeah, maybe? you could probably get him probably. even later. I'm telling you, people think Ty Montgomery is going to be the lead back, and he likely will be. And Ty Montgomery is the back, and Ty Montgomery is the back to have if you're in PPR leagues. Listen, this guy Williams is like a between the tackles. He's an early down guy in the mold of, say, Eddie Lacy, but they are replacing Eddie Lacy. And check this out the Packers, I expect them to be winning in games in the second half and needing that back to grind out the clock. By Especially if you're in a dynasty league, I'm telling you, remember the name, Jamal. Williams. Anybody else you like on Green Bay? Yeah, I mean, like, obviously, I think the, I, I have a feeling if I can, and depending on where I draft in the first round, I want Jordy Nelson. Jordy Nelson, listen to me. Listen, Jordy Nelson goes underappreciated and has gone underappreciated for years. I honestly, you know how I say all quarterbacks matter? You know, I mean, I think that uh, there could be a pigmented 
pigmentation related reason as to why Jordy Nelson gets overlooked as a big play threat all the time in fantasy football. I think Jordy Nelson is a back end of the first round kind of wide receiver. I would take him over guys like uh, Michael Thomas. I would take him over wide receivers right now like uh, Brandon Cooks. I would take him over T.Y. Hilton, especially with the news about Andrew Luck. We don't know there. We, I would take him over Des Bryant down in Dallas. I have Jordy Nelson as my number six wideout behind only Antonio Brown. A.J. Green, Julio Jones, Odell Beckham, and Mike Evans, okay? And I think Jordy Nelson could easily be in the top five. Remember, he is a touchdown maker. He is Aaron Rodgers' deep threat. I completely agree with you. I think if you wind up um, drafting Jordy Nelson late first round, early second round, if you if Jordy Nelson's there in the second round, go grab him. Yeah. Let me tell you that. The one guy I actually am going to stay away from, I am going to stay away from Martellus Bennett. Yeah, I told you, tight end is hard, and he's going to be moving to a new offense. And like I said, there's a lot of mouths to feed. When he was in New England, you know, there were not dynamic wide receivers on the roster that Tom Brady was going to, okay? You had Edelman and things like that. They were different kinds of receivers. In Green Bay, it's a little bit different. So, yo, uh, Chris, let's keep it moving, though, here, because on the Fantasy Freestyle here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network, one thing we do is we put the fun in in functional sports radio and one way we're doing that all summer long is by um you know having the listeners out there vote on what are the best sports movies of all time and we are finishing the first round of this tournament tonight so i'm very excited about that we go to the basketball region okay and in the basketball region we have the one seed in action and that's hoop dreams hoop dreams is up against Eddie in the first round that is a one versus 16 matchup okay and uh you know, in Hoop Dreams, you got like, you know, going to the boarding school and it was a great movie. OK, but we have we have commentary already on Twitter. OK, we have commentary right now. My man, Howie Balaban out there and shout out to Howie. He always responds uh, on the movie tournament. He says Hoop Dreams put him to sleep several times the summer before he started college. And he says with Eddie, given the state of the Knicks, Eddie provides levity. So it was kind of a fun movie. Eddie was the name of the uh, was dog playing basketball right now. Hoop Dreams, as it should be as the one seed, is rolling with 78% of the vote. And then in the other matchups, the final matchup of the first round, we are in the basketball region, where number four, Basketball Diaries, which was, a you know, early Leonardo DiCaprio, to be quite honest. Early Leonardo DiCaprio playing a basketball star who kind of goes into a... Uh, Kind of goes down the drain, circling the tube um, in his uh, life after the star fades. It is going up against 13th seed and Frank Stanfield favorite, Joanna Man. Frank Stanfield, ever since I had the seedings, ever since I was looking for feedback on this bracket, Frank Stanfield has been high on Joanna Man. Frank Stanfield has retweeted this poll trying to get his followers out there to come on out and vote for Joanna Man. But alas... It may not be in the cards for Frankie Stanfield and Joanna Man as the Basketball Diaries with Leonardo DiCaprio right now is taking home 70% of the vote. Chris, I know you are a movie buff. We call you a cinephile at times. Thank um, you. These matchups, uh, you got any thoughts on these? Let's start off Hoop Dreams versus Eddie in a big oh. 116 matchup. You know, Hoop Dreams is big, but you were telling me you kind of liked Eddie a little bit. Well, it's not necessarily that I like Eddie. It's not. A, it, to me, not a good movie. Okay. Um, I do like, the, you know, like they have John Sally in this, Rick Fox, 
uh, uh, the, the late Malik Seeley plays uh, Stacey Patton. Wow. So I remember that. Here's why I'm not voting for Hoop Dreams. Okay, tell and, me. And it's, it's a very, very good documentary. Right. That's why I am not picking Hoop Dreams. So you're saying it's, it's not a, a movie? It's a documentary? I'm saying it is not a movie. It is a documentary. That's like in when they talk about, like, is a hot dog or sandwich. You know, like the the drawing distinctions yeah. over there. Okay, so you're riding with Eddie, the 16 seed, yep. to beat the one seed hoop dreams. Okay, and that's only 22% of the people out there are. What about this other one? You know, Frank Stanfield, and I know Frank Stanfield works late on Wednesdays. So if Frank Stanfield is in the building, you could let him know that he his time is now to start lobbying on air. But what do you think about this, Chris? Joanna Man and Basketball Diaries. I mean, I, I, I got to say something. The funny thing is, is that back in the day, I hated Leonardo DiCaprio. Okay. You know, like with Titanic. Tanning and Romeo and Juliet, but that was because I never saw Basketball Diaries, and I never saw what kind of actor Leonardo DiCaprio and Mark Wahlberg could right. be. So to me, that was just such a fantastic movie. Now, this is, it's not really that much about basketball, except for the fact that he was a basketball star, right. and you just see like his, his life falling apart. His life is definitely falling apart but in that movie. But a movie that just fell apart from... From beginning to end was Joanna. Wow. Fra- just, Don't let I Frank Stanfield hear that hot take. I'm telling you, he was lobbying hard, but it is not helping right now as the Basketball Diaries do. In fact, it looks like they are going to advance. And I got to tell you something. That's the last ranch, uh, matchup of the first round. And you know... Chris, you know this. Trollers are going to troll, right? And everyone always says, oh, this should have been much higher. This should have been much lower. If Hoop Dreams advances and the Basketball Diaries advance, as they are right now, in this basketball region, every single matchup, the favorites will have advanced. One through eight seeds. So that means somebody, your boy Speeds the Spitting Statistician, did good seeding when it comes to this. The one through eight seeds would advance. And in our second round matchup, Chris, I want to see if any uh, you're interested in, we would have the Hoop Dreams going up against Above the Rim. We oh, would have. My, I'm, I'm voting for Above the Rim. Okay, okay. Maybe that can knock off Hoop Dreams. We have Basketball Diaries, if it advances, going up against Space Jam in a 4-5 matchup. Please. We would have Blue Chips as the 7 going up against Hoosiers in the 2-7 matchup. And we would have the six seed, He Got Game and Jesus Shuttlesworth going up against what I have told you a few times is one of my favorite movies of all time, one of my favorite sports movies of all time, the number three seed in this region, and who I hope gets to the final four, White Men Can't Jump. Who are you looking at in this region, Chris? So I actually do want to look at this He Got Game versus White Men Yeah, man. Because this one is just so... Yo, and I was just out, Chris. As you know, I was out last week. I was actually out in L.A. I was on the courts in Venice, where I they shot too? some of this, okay? Yeah. I was out there. I did some stretching like Woody Harrelson. It was big things. I think white men jump, Were you can't jump. Win? Oh, yeah, you know. You know how you got to adjust for the wind, okay? Uh, six to eight inches to the left or right based on the wind. And then I went to Sizzler with my man Kadeem Harrison. Ah. And then I had ate some foods that started with the letter Q with Rosie Perez. You know what it is. Um, what do you think Thompson's in this region? Uh, it's such a tough one. It is. But I think... It's still going to be He Got Game. Really? Okay. He Got Game and White Man Can't Jump will be a huge second-round matchup in this tournament. Also, I got to tell you, in the baseball movie region, the top eight seeds advanced. All I know is someone who seeded them, your boy Speed's a sitting statistician, probably did a good job. In the other sports region... The one through eight seeds almost survived. One through seven survived, and then nine beat eight in the eight-nine matchup. But there were no, you know, excuse me, there was one big upset 
in that region where the 14 seed Talladega Knights Ricky Bobby took out the Karate Kid. So we had one upset there. And then in the football region is where we really did have some upsets. We had the Waterboy as a 12 seed upset the program. We had we had uh, Friday Night Lights upset North Dallas 40. We talked about the recency bias there already, Chris. And then in what I thought was the biggest upset of the first round, the 14 seed We Are Marshall. We Are Marshall over Remember the Titans. I think that was a matchup that happened on the producers, was it not, Chris? I can't believe that. I think it was. So I think it was. that was the biggest upset of the first round. It's interesting. It was in the football region. Listen, um, when we come back to on the fantasy freestyle, we're going to tie a nice, neat little bow on this episode. One thing I did want to let you guys know, though, real quick, we're talking about the football movies. Did you know? And we talked about like flag football a couple of years ago. Did you know that um, the worldwide U.S. Uh, women's football team just finished another year of utter domination in the worldwide women's football tournament very very crazy it's a very interesting thing um you know there's been women's football ever since the 1800s but this team is like undefeated has only given up one touchdown in all time and it's very interesting also because the risk they take there are pro leagues out there there's semi-pro women's football alliance i'm not talking about that like legends league where they play in lingerie even though those girls they hit as well but this is like straight up football in full gear and pads i'm gonna tell you why this league and these women on team usa why this is like the most incredible dedication I've heard in a long time. Bust the rhymes today on Fantasy Freestyle. Yah, 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 woo We got you all in check right here on the Fantasy Freestyle on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. When we come back, we're going to thank our sports byline affiliates. We're going to check in on those polls, and I'm going to tell you more about the USA women's football team. Come on right back. Speeds and spitting statistician. Let's go. Quarterback to receiver hookups, running back depth analysis, rookie values in dynasty leagues, deep sleepers, training camp battles. These are just a few of the in-depth features you will find inside the 2017 RotoExperts.com Exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package. And it's power-packed with so much more, including fully sortable player projections and a custom cheat sheet generator. Plus, you get a full year of in-season coverage as a bonus. Get the exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package now at rotoexperts.com. Enter free radio at checkout for your special discount. Got you all in check right here on the Fantasy Freestyle, on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Big shout out to my man, Chris Bavona, keeping it so hot that we sweat steam. This is a Busta Rhymes episode, it looks like here. Flip Mode Squad, definitely in the place to be. I was talking a little bit before about this uh, women's Team USA team. They just had the worldwide tournament. And I said that it's like shows incredible dedication. Here's why. In the article I read, you know, um, there was one kind of father of one of the girls who expressed concern. Remember... In the WNBA, these women get paid absolutely nothing. You know, they have other jobs many times. And some, that's why some of the best players like Sue Bird and Diana Taurasi are going across to Europe to play where they can get better contracts. Same is true for like women's football here in America, but even worse. Check this out. These ladies have to supply their own health insurance. And most of the time to go to these tournaments, they have to pay to enter the tournament. 
just for the hope of prize money. There's truly no opportunity. It is not the risk reward of it all is absolutely crazy, especially when we talk about all the player safety that is involved. So shout out to all the women of Team USA, real football, not just American football. You know what I'm saying? So um, remember, you still have some time left at FNTSY Radio, at Spittin' Speeds on Twitter. We're closing out the first round of the greatest of all time sports movie. Uh, my man Frank Stanfield is probably upset because Joanna Man is now down 71 to 29 percent up against basketball diaries where apparently my man Chris Bavona you know realized that Leonardo DiCaprio was a good actor and then also Hoop Dreams the one seed looks like it's going to move on against the 16th seed Eddie 77 percent of you think the Hoop Dreams number one seed will advance although Chris is predicting that in its next matchup it will lose to eight seed above the rim we get into the second round of this tournament starting tomorrow some really good matchups and the Green Bay Packers all you sports byline listeners out there in the state of Wisconsin 49 percent of you out there think that the Green Bay Packers are a Super Bowl contender. I'll tell you what, as long as Aaron Rodgers stays healthy, he is Speeds the spitting statistician's pick to be the most valuable player in the NFL of 2017. That's about it from here on a Wednesday, Studio 34 and Rockin' Riley's. I'll be back tomorrow. My man Chris Bavona, the manimal, will be back tomorrow as well. We'll preview the Detroit Lions. You may hear me say Jim Bob Cooter. I don't know. Fantasy Freestyle. Check us out tomorrow. Fantasy Sports Radio. Network.